<laughs> hey everybody, this is Jake the showrunner and Savara the Rogue filling in for Elijah, our DM today. Hey. Hey Arun, so uh, you cool to read this intro? Um, yeah, sure. So Arun, remember, you're not playing Savara the Half-Elf, you're playing Arun the podcast host. <laughs> now if you want, I can call you Arun the Rogue. I'm not a rogue in real life, Jake. I mean, how far does the role-playing really go, Arun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, look, I steal chalk. Sometimes, okay? Oh, are we talking about those devious slicks now, like the TikTok people? <laughs> <laughs> no, and I stand vehemently against it. Look, I mean, hey, if you really are a rogue in real life, that's okay, because like all my characters I play in D&D are usually just me, but a different class or something. Well, that's fair. That is not true for me. If I played my own self in D&D, I'd be a wizard every single time. <laughs> look, look, I mean, there are some people that are really good at role-playing, but I am not there yet. It's usually just me as, like, a mushroom or a warlock or something. <laughs> but, okay, okay, so if you're listening to this at two times speed, I bet you're like, man, what is this intro? What's going on? Because I know you all are out there listening to this podcast, and every other podcast you subscribe to at like higher speeds all right jake stop calling everybody out okay sometimes we all gotta hit that 1.5x button to cater to our inner speed runners all right i mean I, look i i do it at home when i'm listening to some podcasts maya listens to podcasts and like critical role at like two times speed so like no shame I'm i mean okay look it's like that one time, okay? I, I took about two hours to write a letter to my mom, and then the people at the post office were like, why are you writing so slow? And then, really, it wasn't their fault. My mom's just a slow reader. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you like that sound effect I added. <laughs> Alright, well, other than, like, why are you writing a letter at the post office, well... We'll move on so we can get through this intro for those speedrunners and everyone else who's still listening to this intro. We play online sometimes and we forget to properly describe what's on our computer screens, you know? And if you want to find out the sources for the music and any other links to like our socials and everything else, it's in the description. Yeah, and if you like our podcast, give us money. Like, give us all of the money so that Zavara can find a new life and can finally afford decent health insurance. I hear it's not so common in the Underdark. It's not so common on in the United States either, because <laughs> the U.S. medical system sucks. Precisely. <laughs> so, support us on Patreon, and you can find the link in the description. Support us on Patreon so we can afford health insurance. <laughs> 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 nah, it's it's fine, but like. <laughs> Arun, do you want to um, do you want to take a crack at doing an old man voice or something fun for the intro? Like me and Elijah started doing these, it was just a fun way to uh, lead into the episode intros, you know. And now we're just we just stick with it, you know. So, got anything in mind? Well, I I do have an old man voice from my campaign, but it's really been a while, so I'm gonna give it a try. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> uh, yes, yes, the. Underdark. It has been a while. Last I recall, the party wandered aimlessly to the Feyres to face a deadly encounter, an abomination of a creature, a lurker of dark spaces, a octopus of all damned things. Will the party successfully vanquish its enemy 
And if the old stones roll correctly, I remember that the party heard cry of an animal of sorts. Lizards, perhaps? Welcome back, everyone, uh, to another episode of Out of the Abyss. Our adventurers were still traveling through the Underdark from dark, dank, spidery caves to fungi caverns. They had found themselves in tunnels carved out by purple worms, where some of the terrain is a bit fragile. As they traverse, the area is covered by this mystical bluish purple mist called the Fairies, and it seems to be doing some wonky stuff to their magic every now and then. During their travels, they heard a couple of sounds and were attacked by two octopus. We leave off with them uh, recovering from that fight. Zuvar, mm-hmm. you smell horrible. You are <laughs> covered in this. Great. As the ink cloud like this fades, everyone's able to see him and just his entire face is black. If he didn't close his eyes during the moment of like release, you, you wouldn't be able to even see him. Oh, no. Other than that, you guys uh, have the dead octopus bodies next to you all. And in the distance, you see the two giant lizards just calmly watching everything. What? What? <laughs> That's right. Wait, are those not the same as, like, the two animals that were, like, in pain before? Well, no, it's the same It's the same two giant lizards you noticed before. The, the monsters uh, that were tied up over in this corner. They were yelling in pain, right? I don't think they were in pain before. Uh, no, not in pain. That was to the left. It wasn't yelling that you... It wasn't yelling in pain, you heard? It seemed like maniacal laughing and someone trying to tell them to shut up. So, were they laughing as I almost died? So, who was laughing? Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. 14 plus 4, 18. 18. Um, so, you didn't hear it anywhere up here. Um, it was when you guys approached this little fork in the road here that seemed like there was uh, some laughter in this direction. As the fight has uh, calmed down and things have quieted, you don't seem to hear the laughing now. Pepito goes ahead and starts like grabbing the octopus that's on the ground, inspects mm. it, pulls out a dagger, and kind of starts like cutting it up into pieces. I bet it's trapped and it explodes in his face. Doesn't seem like any kind of ink is squirted on him. He seems to be pretty dexterous in how he's uh, dissecting this. So, um, are we having, well, not me, you guys having uh, rock and right tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I try to high five him three times because I'm still, I think, mirrored. You, you are still prone. Yeah, so there are three myconoid hand fi- high fives uh, trying to reach you from the ground as I'm still... All just kind of feebly shaking their hand, waiting for the uh, connection. I'm, I, I, go, I go down I go down for the high five. The, okay, roll me a d20, Jakes, and tell me if he uh, hits one of the clones or you. Okay. For the mirror image. Oh, I rolled a five. Oh, yep. You clap. And it's the right real Inoki. <laughs> yeah, and we do a whole little flourish as I'm like, that was my last dying move. It was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get up and like dust myself off because your boy got healed a little bit at the end of the last round. <laughs> Dan Dill speaks up now. Is everyone all right? I'm hungry. And I'm stinky. I'm excited <laughs> that I have my own backup band. 
It uh, is going to cautiously approach the lizards. Okay. In front of you, you see two giant lizards. One of them is uh, this blue and grayish one. It's a bit wild and unruly. Seems like uh, it's just been controlled. Like, they just seem to grab this one. The other one is uh, calmly watching you, and it has this gray and gold, like, skin on, uh, scales on it. This one seems a bit more special than the other one. As you get inspected, you see that it has a, a silver collar around his neck and a leather saddle. Both of them have a little chain connected to their neck and it's leading up to a pike. Um, it is going to like break off a very small piece of ration and uh, very, very, very cautiously like place it towards a lizard and just like, uh, you know, tap it towards them until it's within reach. Okay. As you do so, they both eye you. Uh-huh. The uh, the wildish one, the blue, the one that's blue and gray, kind of leans forward towards it, smelling uh-huh. it, gives it a cautious lick, and then snaps back as if it was uh, shocked by something, and then just like blows it away. Oh, it probably touched my poison. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It is gonna scooch a bit forward. I uh, love how you forget you're so deadly. <laughs> yeah. It isn't used to interacting with other living creatures. You get up to about 15 feet uh, next to it, and then they start kind of standing up defensively, not sure what to do. It just crouches down, trying to make itself look small and unthreatening. You crouch? Go ahead and give me an animal handling check uh, to try to convey this peaceful message. Nice. Uh, Non-nat 20. Non-nat 20. Nice. Well done. Both lizards kind of stare at you for a moment. They reach forward about 10 feet as far as the pike will let them, and they kind of just stare at you. One has his nose real close, but it doesn't seem to boop you, and then you just feel quick flickers of its tongue around, and then it just pulls back, cooing. Yeah! Friends now. Here, can I try something kind of weird. I want to see if these lizards aren't actually like somebody who, you know, might have tried to attempt to use magic and ended up turning into a lizard. Um, how do you go about investigating that? So, maybe should I try rolling Arcana since it's magic possibly? Well, yes, I'm I was going to ask for either Arcana or investigation, but I wanted to know uh, how does Enoki approach the creatures and then start Inspecting them to see if they've been changed by magic. Okay, so I guess I walk up slowly in like a thriller kind of dance move, you know, as I'm just loving that I have a mirror image and there's three of me. Oh, they, as you get closer towards the creatures, they, the mirror image starts to fade away. One by one, the clones are disappearing until there's one more mirroring, mirroring your action. Oh, do you want to do any other action before it fades away? I just look at them in disappointment, but like it's okay. We were we we were famous, but we landed. So I guess I look at them in the eye and try to see if like there's any sense of like you know sentience or more of an intelligence, maybe you know. You get about 15 feet as well, and then start inspecting it. If you try to get closer, it kind of both uh, lizards start to growl at you for a little. But from here, you can give me um investigation check. Okay. Ooh, I got a five. <laughs> um, from general inspection, you can't 
you don't have the arcane powers to tell if these are polymorph creatures. Unlikely, as you see that the monster creatures, like one of them has a collar, and both of them um, mm. seem to be having these packs of goods around their uh, mount, uh, uh, saddles. Seems like both have been used as riding creatures for some time. That's not gonna stop me. I'm gonna go all in on this. Just crazy idea. Can I uh, <laughs> unleash uh, rapport spores and see? If they are able to communicate me with me in the common tongue. All right. So I need to do. You're going to give these lizards cancer. Yeah, I need to do two things. I need to pull up a giant lizard stat block, and then make two con saving throws that I didn't think <laughs> I have to keep track of. You should have intentionally choke one of these lizards. If they end up just being lizards, we're gonna be the closest friends. <laughs> I can I can tell if they want belly scratches or head pads. When you, go ahead for the I need this as well because you're what you're doing. Give me an animal handling check as you tr- release these spores towards these creatures. <laughs> okay, I didn't do great again. I got a a, a six. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, there goes our amount. Is there an intelligent require uh requirement you need from the uh, rapport spores? Um, let me double check. I don't believe, but never hurts to check. Okay, so with rapport spores, spores extend away from the myconid. These spores go around corners and only affect creatures with an intelligence of two or higher that are not undead, constructs, or elementals. Fantastic. Thank you. So, you release these spores towards these creatures. Um, it connects with them, and as it does, uh, they freak out and start thrashing in your head you just feel anger and rage you don't get any kind of intelligible uh thought from them intelligent thought from them and they seem to try to back away from both you and it and start uh walking around defensively around each other okay all right i i whisk or in a nice tone i'm like everybody they're not transform wizards or curse goblins or something they're just lizards and they're very scared and frightened if anyone's really good with animals or have some delicious food we can give them it might be a good thing to do because i don't think these guys like mushrooms literally what it just did and you ruined it without (laughs) killing them at this moment you see a lot a loud a large cloud of ink explode near Bapito. Um oh stool and uh, just stool, you know can you moved already. So we'll put you over here. Stool and Bopito, you turning they're just covered in this dark cloud. And you just kinda hear Bopito in the cloud just like in no man's just God damn it, son of a Ah Oh, so it was trapped. Uh, about thirty seconds pass and then the cloud dissipates. Both in the uh, stool and Bopito are just covered in this foul black ink. Okay, we we should move soon then. Do we want to try to befriend these lizards? Maybe see if we can convince them to give us whatever they have on them? It looks back at the group and says, friends. Uh, so it, as you try to like gesture friends, like bet- convey this between the lizards and companions, they are still a bit cautious now. You've lost a little bit of trust due to this mic and it releasing what they seem seen as an attack. <laughs> I'm sorry. If there were wizards, it would have it helped. fully understands how they feel. <laughs> Eldith kind of 
takes a look at the lizards and just inspects them from a distance. She calls out a few commands in Dwarvish, but it doesn't seem to be responding. She bugs her arms and looks towards the group. I guess their owners are somewhere around here, or they were just left here. I mean, these are two, these are two perfectly good mounts. If we were able to control them, that might help our travels. Or we could just kill them and take what's on this stuff. They're not our lizards. It says, no one's lizard. Well, right, but they have, co- one of them has a collar and they have saddles. These have been used for mounts. They will, these are someone's lizards. I come in and I say, it's right. Lizards, lizards. Lizards, lizards. Elder's kind of just staring like, so are we saying we're just releasing the lizards? Is that's what y'all want to do? Lizards can come if they want. I agree. I actually agree. This, this should be a good idea, but I can't go near them because they might find me hostile. Someone else has to free them. It uh, looks back at the lizards and uh, is gonna tr- gonna try speaking to them in Elvish uh, and say, calm. You speak in Elvish and they just stare at you blankly. Okay. <laughs> They're not elves. Oh, they don't know elvish. But I am surprised you know elvish. That's kind of cool. At, it, yeah, actually. So when you do this, Darendale will turn towards you and start speaking in proper elvish. So when he talks to you, you can understand him. But he's uh, seems like he's trying to dumb down his words for you. It appreciates that. <laughs> <laughs> You know how to talk in different ways, don't you? Where did you learn how to speak L? My owners. Hmm. Would you like new owners? And as you say this, Elder kind of like shoves them in the side, like, enough of that. When no one, no one's a slave down here. It says, I am my owner. <laughs> oh, yeah. All of a sudden we hear, I can do bad all by myself in the background. <laughs> Oh, I thought this was a joke where, like, I is its dad. <laughs> it doesn't understand the concept of not having an owner, so it is its own owner. Uh, but it is going to cautiously go towards the pike that the lizards are tied to. Mm-hmm. Um, without getting within, like, kicking range of the lizards. So as you can see in this small little section, everything is within 10 feet of them. You can go ahead and go in there and then you might be able to get to the pikes without them doing anything. Okay. But Peter stops what he was doing and tr- like just mutters a few phrases, arcane phrases, and you just see him kind of poof um, magic on himself for a few moments. And he just pressed the digitation, the smell, and the uh, ink hmm. off of himself. And then walks over to the uh, lizards and it and starts speaking in gnomish a uh, number of phrases. And on one of the phrases, uh, the lizard with the silver collar kneels, like sits for a moment calmly, and he turns to the other, like, "Oh, these are these are well, well one of them's well trained at least. It understands sit." Here, do you want to try giving him a ration? He'll take the ration from you and just toss it to them. They accept it and just stare at Pepito, expecting more. While they're doing this, it is going to uh, untie them from the pike. Alright, you release Chain off the pike, and as soon as it drops, both of them rear up and run past you all. Uh, Here, I, I immediately send the, I guess, the feeling of, like, like wait, since we're still telepathically linked, right? Alright, go ahead, and I, I will give you advantage on it, since you still have the link. Alright. Trying to convey this emotion or message. Uh, no, I'm gonna keep it with the animal handling. Fair enough. Oof, 
First decent roll of the night. 15. Okay. You send this, uh, this thought to them and they kind of rear up for a moment and just stand at the ready. Uh, looking at you all, one of the one with the collar starts sniffing the ground as if it's picking up a scent, and it starts moving past you all through the carnage where the octopus is, and it's just smelling the ground and trying to. It's moving its way over in this direction. The uh, other lizard starts to follow it. Can I cast uh, Hunter's Mark on one of them? Uh, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll say it's this one. You w- let them walk past. Does anyone else do anything? Savar is trying to look for ways to clean himself and get rid of the stench because he has a negative score for charisma already he doesn't need this <laughs> you're able to wipe up a lot of the ink but you notice you just left this slick black kind of like grease on you that just doesn't seem to come off after you got the most most of it off mm-hmm. but it seems like there's just a little sliminess after you wipe it all off that you can't get rid of and then there's the smell it has this Foul, briny smell to it. I guess this is a part of me now, guys. Just stay six feet away from me. It uh, is going to approach you and uh, hand you its water gourd. Oh, thank you. Are, are you sure? I grab his wrist and like, wait, wait, wait. Remember, they're poisonous. I'm not going to drink it. I'm just going to use it to clean the grease off of my face and and uh, Do so, Zuvar. You realize, like, after a few seconds of pouring this water out, you expected the uh, gourd to be empty, but you feel like a small it, source of energy within, and it just keeps pouring out for a few more minutes. Even though I feel this energy, I t- I try my best not to use up a whole lot and be as stingy as possible. And then I uh, I look at it and um, what what is this? Is this magic? It says it helps me live. <laughs> <laughs> With that, the uh, smell has been uh, reduced a lot, but it doesn't seem to get rid of the uh, slimy feeling. Okay, it's just built into me now. I just have to, it's who I it am. It says I am also slimy. Hey Zuvara, is you can you see your mark right now? Do you have Nay summoned, or is it in the Fey? Right uh, now? It's in the Fey, but uh, I was one. I was thinking if everybody's like trying to crash for the night and rest, I was going to summon Nay as a ritual. It's been, I would say, about four to five hours since you guys headed out. You guys can stop here for a short rest if you want to, but it it, it still kind of feels like after. I asked the I asked the party. Um, I'm sure you've been through quite a bit in this fight. I almost died twice and I came back. Um, do you guys want to rest and just take a second to ourselves? You take a quick look around the group, uh-huh. and uh-huh. it's really you and Unoki who looks like crap. <laughs> Duel subsequently looks like crap, but that's because he has the ink on him. And uh-huh. it doesn't seem to smell, and the ink doesn't seem to affect him. He's just standing there. Okay, I get I it. I mean, if you want to rest, I'm, I can rest. You know, I, these old stamps could use a minute. <laughs> so is everyone in agreement to take a short rest real quick? Yes. Yes. If I'm casting something at a ritual, it doesn't count as a rest, right? So I don't get my health back or anything. I just cast a, a Find Familiar as Correct. a ritual. Oh, go ahead. Now I cast Find Familiar as a ritual, and by the end of it, uh, I'm going to have little Nay walk up. I, I watch the mark fade away from my hand, and Nay's walking out into my hand, and it's like star- standing in my finger. Funny, uh, you notice as it tries to keep grip on your hand, it's, it constantly <laughs> is doing this uh, 
like at the skating sliding as it's trying to t- hold on and it keeps okay. falling off of your hand due to this uh substance okay okay i guess you don't have to stay in my hand forever yeah it starts crawling b- back onto your shoulder where it has a proper grip on your clothes nice okay Prof, while everyone's taking your short rest you were just focused and concentrating on the hunter's mark it has not let it has not gone too far in fact like you once you saw it go around this corner it has seem to have come back in a different spot but about 20 feet behind a wall hmm. okay i would assume it's gone now since it's been an hour for the short rest the a whole hour though it's there well i'd say well it doesn't seem like the lizard has gone far it's just really just kind of on the other side of this wall do you guys want to go after it or do i sense any like i guess basic or base emotions from them in the last 40 minutes of it your rapport spores would have started to fade off okay so is this like the last thing that i feel from them what you do feel when they go around the wall is warmth like they've connected with something and then distress as uh seems like they are struggling to do something that they can't Okay, well, I tell that uh, Rav and I guess the group. When it hears that they're distressed, it um, is gonna kind of fight the urge to, to go follow, like be visibly conflicted. I watch it be visibly conflicted and sort of confused, and I ask, do you want to go explore a little bit and come back? But we shouldn't stray too far. Shushar speaks up at the, from the uh, small area of your wrist and. We don't all have to go there if you want to just send a small group just to check. I can do you one better, Shushar. And I look down at Ney, and I'm going to let it sort of crawl into the walls of the cavern and let it go investigate. And I'm going to, you know, start seeing things from its perspectives because Find Familiar lets me do that. All right. And I inform the group of this as well. You guys kind of watch as this small uh, black spider crawls off of his um, shoulder and he kind of speaks to it for a moment. It's just small muttering. The spider raises its arms and legs in response and then just latch, like jumps onto the wall and scurries up for a bit until it reaches a corner between the ceiling and the wall and squeezes itself into a spot. I'm going to go ahead and reveal this section of the area to you guys as... Through your senses, you are able to see the giant lizards currently uh, walking around this giant hole. You can't see what's in the hole due to uh, the fairies kind of crawling over it and sinking into it. But as they are craw- like making this small little cooing, crying noise, you just hear it beneath like, I damn, they're here. We can't. They must have got it off somehow. Going to lose all our product if they escape. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's too fucking far gone and you're unconscious this is how i goddamn die my creatures up here you sent go get help go find something and to which the giant is it kind of just like <laughs> and that is what you see through nay's connection as it's watching on the uh ceiling you see, like, the rest of the party sees Zavara's expression go from a calm to intrigued to just an absolute show of fear. Like, face turned white and under all of the grease. Everyone's watching, and as it's silent, Elder just kind of j- just her thumb at him. It's like, the hell is he on about? Um, 
their their during this time you are currently blind and deafened so you're just yelling out to everyone the information i you can't hear what they say back to you you just hope you're just trying to giving them the info okay i i try my best not to yell it out though like i try my best to keep my voice as uh, soft as possible and yeah i tell the information like they're they're definitely onto us and i see people approaching this area the same one with the laughter that we heard before i think it's unwise to stay here for longer and i if there's nothing else interesting to see i'm going to ask nay to come back and at that point you break the connection peter speaks up and then from the information given he says now it kind of connects those might have been uh some traders, those uh, lizards might have belonged to some actual trade. They seem like they are in danger. We can leave them. We can leave them and take the mounts. We can leave them and the mount. It's up to you guys. And when uh, Bupito says this, still kind of looks up at you, Inoki, with these eyes of concern. I was already kind of concerned, I guess. So I say we take these mounts for ourselves, as they are lizards that belong to themselves. Am I right? It all right, and then I, <laughs> I'm like, they're, they're probably going to be better off with us anyways. We're, we'll be nicer to them. Sushar is looking kind of worrisome on them. Like, if this is what the group decides, I am with it. And he looks at it when he says this, but we might be leaving people to die in a hole. Mm, true. It says, ask the lizard. Are you saying that to me? Do you want me to... Just out loud in the world. Oh. <laughs> Telepathically or just... Yeah, everyone kind of just kind of awkwardly looks towards you, Inoki, since you were the last connection. I mean, sure. I don't, I don't mind. Like, all right, everybody stand back that doesn't want their brains to be, like, connected. It stands back. <laughs> well, not so fast. I mean, I have feelings. <laughs> okay. So do you release your spores? Yeah, once more. And look at it like I'm like, all right, all right, see so you look. Uh, so you make your way around this uh, this corner here? Yeah. Anyone else going with them? I'll go with. I think I'll stay with it in the party and wait while these two go and scout ahead. It wants to go, but it's too scared. All right. So, Krav and Noki, you begin to travel through here. Uh, give me perception checks as you go along the path. I got a 13 for perception. All right, perception. I got a, wow, six. Man, my rolls suck today. <laughs> so thankfully, the favorite is, is uh, its energy is giving off this illumination so you guys can see. But making your way down this path, you can't see anything else. You don't know where to really go. You're just facing the information that they went this way. And then what uh, Zuvara told you. So you know at some point it must... Uh, lead to a hole and as you're kind of collectively having to start you feel a crumble beneath you two <laughs> as your low perception kind of missed this fragile section on the ground i need both of y'all to make a deck saving throw <laughs> please follow the hole <laughs> uh, mother. where did jake's go into the hole <laughs> Bong. i got a 19 and I, I got a four. <laughs> oh no so crop with almost <laughs> instant reflexes just like a computer you just leap over and crack, uh, land on the other side of the hole and you turn around and you just what it's not much of a sound from enoki more like a a whistle of despair as he falls 20 feet 
Whistle of despair. <laughs> is Inoki unconscious now? It's not as bad as only 20 feet. It rolls two sixes. <laughs> you take 11 points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this before or after the short rest? <laughs> this is after the short rest. So if you had a. Uh... You took the time to recover, uh, use any hit dice, you, you should be good. Yeah, I should be good, but I'm just back down to where I was. <laughs> so, I'm, I, he I got damaged the amount I got healed after I did. And no, uh, Krav, the area kind of clears up a bit as once the hole is made and Noki falls, the favorite the kind of like just sink, starts to sink into the hole. So now you can see the edge of it and where he, Anoki is below. Deploying rope from Explorer Pack Unit. And you start to see a rope going down the hole. Nice. Please don't system crash. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> so, Anoki, with the vantage, give me an athletics check and you can climb out the pit. Ooh, thank God for advantage. I, uh, 11. 11. Still, even though you took a short rest, you're very sore. A lot of your, uh, like, mainly your shoulder and chest and neck area has been tightly constricted by this creature. So as you kind of start halfway up the rope, you just feel this intense twinge, and you let go of the rope. You fall down a couple of feet before grabbing again and burning your hands. Can't seem to make it up on your own. I look sadly at Krav, and I hope my gaze indicates that I kind of need some help. The message of a pitiful myconid dangling is delivered. Oh, so hard. <laughs> you require assistance. I, I nod my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see here. Does, does there appear to be anywhere um, I can tie this rope to? You see a couple of... Uh... The lag tights, the lag mites, what would be the ones coming from the ground? The lag mites? The ground slag mites. So things seized with ceilings. Stealth rocks. <laughs> so you notice a stealth rock. <laughs> We're going with it, huh? Okay. <laughs> and tie it around. And you have a stable uh base. With the rock and your strength, you're easily able to get Inoki out of the uh, hole. And as you do this, with your passive perception, you kind of hear, Hey, 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 that was a, someone fell. Hey, buddy, you okay? Hey, get the, are you good? I, I, I like look in panic. I'm like, uh, uh, and then I look at Krav, I'm like, should I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like you see anyone in this area. Sounds like the voice is echoing down the tunnel uh, further below. I, I climb up and I just like, come on, pull me up and we'll see about pulling the rope. Keeps yelling out. It's like, if, if someone's there, we, if you just keep coming down, there's another fork in the uh, in the tunnel. Uh, if you go left, you, you make your way towards us. We, you, we can pay if you get us out this hole. Uh, be careful though, there's mist and there's like a few more holes that we kind of fell in along the way. So like, just uh, like help. I actually, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, sure. I think that might be a good idea. What do you think, Krav? Yeah, sure. So I guess I stop climbing and uh, I look at Krav and I'm like, get the others? How heavy are you? Well, I am... I would say you're in the 160, 1 to 200 area. So I weigh uh, 35 pounds. What? What? Yeah, so you classify as a small creature. Yes. My weight is How 35 pounds. How tall are you? 6'7". Yeah, you're, you're medium size and humanoid. That's wild. Yeah, my size is medium. 
but my weight is very light. Can I carry him as I come up? Yeah, no, he's you successfully uh, got him out of the hole at this point when you hear the voices. Okay. Stay here, please. So then I just start walking. Stand by. Yeah. <laughs> and Noki heads off back towards the group. Krav, do you wait here? On standby. Waiting. Waiting. <laughs> as I go to the group, I will say, is anybody still connected? We'll say that if, if when you did the reports for us earlier, you try to connect through the wall so they can hear you. Well, then I just say, okay, so I fell down a hole. I'm okay. I couldn't lift myself up. But as I was trying to climb back up, something interesting happened. The owners of these mounts seemed to be down in the hole even further. And they said they'd pay if we helped them get out. Just wanted to throw this to the group. We could just boldly leave them and take the mounts. Or we could save them and ask for payment, or we could just save them. I'm leaning more towards asking for the mounts to be the payment, but, you know, group decision, because I couldn't lift myself out of the hole, so I kind of don't want to go back in the hole. <laughs> Stool speaks up. I want to help. I want to help. Uh, Bopito, uh, at the same time, kind of says, I'm fine with being a good person and helping out for a few coins. Elders has a similar agreement, so both of all three of them approach. Wow. Okay. Anyone else from the player side? Tivar, Ugesh, what do y'all think? I think we should, uh, we should help them, but I'm not sure what good coin would do us in the, the coming few days. I mean, I'm, I'm sure whenever we get to civilization, we could do jobs for coin, but right now I think mounts seem like a better option. I mean, they also might know which way to go, save us some time. They're, they are traders. That's a good point, yeah. I think we should uh, we should definitely help out, but also make sure that they're not hostile towards us. Well, we do have the numbers, so if they try anything, I mean, Krav alone is intimidating enough, right? Yeah, I, I think you're right. Obviously, sail down the tunnel and stand by <laughs> Yes, fascinating. Like, are they strong? Not, not as of like as a threat to us, but like, are they helpful in that sort of? Could they be some of our muscle if possible, if if need be? I didn't get a good look at them, so I kind of just think they're useful in, for information. But they could be. And Ugesh will gladly help. Okay. So, uh, have I seen them? Like uh, from. Nay's perspective. Uh, no. Uh, the way that the fairies uh, was covering the hole, um, you was able to hear their voices and see the giant lizards, but you wasn't able to uh, see what was inside the hole. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, how do we know that they aren't like trying to trick us into something? <laughs> we don't. But I could play, you know, all terrifying voice and just freak them the fuck out like I did most everybody that always connects through my spores. I mean, if we need to. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm still fine with it. So, who all is going besides, uh... It is kind of long. I'm, I'm gonna go. Yeah. You guys make your way into the tunnel and you see Krav just waiting in standby next to a, a large hole. <laughs> Sorry about the wait, Krav, but we're gonna help. Uh, who's leading the navigation? Uh, two people can go through. I will. Yeah. And I can do it too. I also have pretty good perception. In game, you kind of ask, how good is your eyes? <laughs> can you see it? If I have to put a number to it, that would be... <laughs> 20 out of 20, are you saying it's a plus six? <laughs> I can see seven fathoms away. <laughs> <laughs> it can see four its. 
Thank you. There we go. I can see three it's, so I guess it's a little bit better. <laughs> okay, it's concerned about these lizards, so it is a little eager to help too. Okay, I'll follow close behind. Okay, so Krav and in uh, Zuvara is taking point or Krav and it? Krav and it. I'll be following behind. The two of you give me perception checks as you are making your way through the favors. Uh, you know that there's holes as you approach. You're just trying to see if you can get to them before falling. 14. 14, okay. 11. Also, it is hoping that it is light enough to not fall through the ground. <laughs> so, as you guys progress through, um, it you are a bit closer to the ground, so you're able to see most of the way. You're leading your side no problem. Krav, it's getting a bit difficult, and you run into the hole, and... Get ready to, you're about to fall in before you have time to react. Give me a deck saving throw. 12? 12. You tip over, and as you do, you kind of like, with this loud breaking noise, twist your body and fall onto the, your side prone next to the hole. But you manage not to fall in. It uh, pops over to help you up. You are now at a point where there's a fork in the road. You can go left or right. It's going to look at crop. So go right. It says, is that what? They said. No, we should go left. <laughs> you guys are going left. All right. You take Krav's advice and each of y'all gingerly make your way around the hole and you uh, see the giant lizards. They turn towards you all, see it, and then see Krav and kind of get in a defense position, growling a bit. And from the hole, you just hear, Tush, calm down now. Hello? Someone up there. It is Warforge from before. Oh, you the one that fell in the hole. Not me. Mykonoid. Mykonoid. I returned with friend. Mykonoid? No, different friend. How many of them are you? I mean, how many of you are there? Six, seven. Oh, great. Get us out of here. There's three of us. One guy is passed out. Another guy's gone loopy to the, to the fog. And I, I'm going to be honest, I can't, I feel myself getting close. As he kind of says that, you just kind of hear like a subtle. <laughs> it uh, still has that silk rope from before, but again, it's too heavy to really like work with it. So I just kind of drop it on the ground again in front of Krav. <laughs> it's a hundred feet. Without thinking, I go into rescue mode and um, I grab the silk rope. And I start to tie it to a stealth rock that I can find. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like stones that stick out of the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so they are called stalactites. I like stealth rocks. A stealth rock is pretty good. Stealth rocks are awesome. Good thing none of you guys are flying type, but you'll take like times for the damage upon entry. Jesus. No, that's a different campaign. <laughs> So I'll tie the rope to one of the yes, stalagmites <laughs> and attempt to and, and low and lower the rope. Alright. Um hold on tight up there. We're gonna try to send up the uh the guy who's not unconscious. Uh give us a second. And you kind of feel like a couple of tough tugs. Uh who is holding on to the rope? It is gonna help. It's just yeah, it's just us two. Okay, so Krav, with its help, you have advantage. Go ahead and give me an athletics check as you feel uh the guy below pushing and call, like start telling you to start uh 21 21 with ease you kind of pull uh the guy up and with uh its help 
not well, it, it's guidance there's no contact on a person from it you could pull him over we're doing this type of war style <laughs> the guy that is unconscious is this burly tan gnome with these snake earrings and a bunch of tattoos all over his arms and he's just kind of out of it it's what it's two more of us uh help me with the uh, one second Billy, Billy, snap out of it God. Putting the rope down, we're gonna have a little struggle on this one. Really? And you uh, when you toss the rope down, it starts jerking over, uh, all over the place for a moment until it goes uh, limp. And then you hear below, ready. Go ahead and give me another athletics check with advantage. 18. Hey, you pull this one up and all pretty much cocooned around the rope is a young blonde haired gnome that looks kind of innocent outside of the wild eyes that is just looking around as he's restrained by the rope. It's like, we'll, we'll, and below, below you here, we'll deal with him in a minute. Uh, just. Just pull me out and we take care of all of it. Toss the rope down once more. Give me one more uh, athletics check with advantage. With advantage, this is a 14. 14. Yeah, this one's a bit tougher. You kind of, it seems like he is a bit heavier than the other uh, gnomes. But at the end of this, you pull out a older, gruffer looking gnome who is completely covered in this bristly white hair. You can only see his crooked nose and these wide green eyes with these glasses. And he kind of just dusts himself off and turns straight to the lizards and starts petting both of them and going through one of the packs on the with the one uh, on the one with the silver collar. So he pulls out this scroll and he pull, as he get, touches uh, the one that's a bounding gag, Billy. He looks at you all and looks at the mitts and says, "Now back up, all you. I don't." I don't know what this thing will do in response. And he starts muttering greater restoration off of the skull scroll. Let the 100 real quick as you feel the uh, Feyre's response to the energy. <laughs> oh my god, that's 32. So he t he pulls a... Uh, this scroll disappears into uh, magical dust as it's spent. And you can see him have this glow that passes through into Billy and his wild eyes kind of like calm and he starts making sense of the situation and he's just muttering underneath the gag kind of like hmm 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 the old one looks up to you all and it's like oh well that's great and he just disappears wait wait so the man this the man who said that spell just so, disappeared Zuvar <laughs> it you guys look and as he was talking the Baby's kind of like spun around him and he's just gone. There, there's this empty spot in the ground where you can just see the solid earth before oh, the uh, no. ball comes back to covers it. It just pulls just... out its dagger in panic. It starts like <laughs> swiping around in the air. <laughs> and about 10, 12 seconds pass and then he comes back like, oh god, what? Oh, what? <laughs> oh, 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 I hate this place. He's pointing the dagger at him. And he kind of puts his hands up like, easy, easy. I No, this is just a thing that happens sometimes. Like, Where'd you go? I took this place of murky darkness and light. I I was just floating in this endless void, this sea. <laughs> I, I think he died. I, 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 I couldn't move myself, but I watched this weird ship 
below and above me. It, I don't like this mist, this fog. Um, <clears throat> hello, people who helped me. Thank you all. I am Seamus. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. That was quite the performance you put there. Yeah, I uh, shake his hand. Not something I tend to do. Magic in this area is a bit crazy. And, you know, he kind of points towards the bag. Those scrolls are, aren't cheap. I'd rather not use them too many times. Ain't that right, Billy? It's coming out of your check. <laughs> and Billy, who's still tied up, kind of looks at him, looks at you guys, and just, hmm. I like Billy. Poor Billy. Whoa. So, one second, he unties Billy, and, like, he sets a... Uh, the gruffer-looking gnome up on a wall and starts like kind of tending to him. Like, wake up, wake up, Mert. Come on, man. And Mert opens his eyes and sees the large group and just, and his voice goes, oh, so we didn't go crazy. And he just kind of, Seamus just kind of points at Billy and Billy just looks down on the ground. Oh, come on, newbie, not you. Well, who are these people? And they just kind of staring at you all. It. Just the folks who helped you? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, some names would be nice. Cross, 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 cross. <laughs> he kind of stares at you. Your machine looks a bit off. We could kind of we could tinker with that if you want to. Don't come any closer, sir, sir. Oh, all right. Seamus just kind of speaks up like, we, we thank you all for your assistance. Uh, is there a leader in the group? Someone who talks for you all? Like, who do, who's in charge here? We, we'll give them the money. It steps forward. <laughs> I just I just look around the room and hoping to see someone else would step forward. But it was also too awkward for me not to step forward. So it's just a visible confusion for Zuvara. What is both of y'all dexterity? <laughs> uh, let's see. My dex is... Ba -ba -ba, 14. 14? Maya? Mine's 18. 18? <laughs> so you both move at the same time. <laughs> but Zuvara, you kind of have that moment of like, oh, no, I, I, my bad. I should have moved. No, no, I <laughs> No, 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 you, you, you go first. You go first. I'm sorry. I'll hold the door for you. Roll for awkwardness. He just... <laughs> the gnome, the white-haired gnome, it just kind of looks at you and almost... It's already at eye level, and he just kind of shimmies his glasses, and as he does, you see his nose just do this crinkle with it, and he just... Well, nice to see something like you leading a, a group like this. You quite intelligent, aren't you? And then he pulled, like... Rolls over towards the lizard, like easy, Sasha, easy, and pulls out a small pouch and starts counting it and dividing it and tosses you a, a twenty gold. Nice. It just takes out speaking. Is there is there a way that um we could get mounts? Not particularly your mounts because we understand that you're merchants and traders and you probably need these. But oh, mm. where can we find ours? Or where can we find creatures that we can make our mounts? Well, we appreciate you guys not taking our mounts. Yeah, that would've been, that's nice. Hey, at least we would've tested Billy's skills out. And <laughs> as he says that, Billy kind of rushes over towards the uh, silver and gray, the silver and gray lizard and starts rubbing something off of his collar. Um, those who have any proficiency in Arcana would notice it as a glyph of warding. Nope, I don't know. Okay. It's weird and shiny. <laughs> so you kind of see him like rub it, rub it off for a moment and it's like, well, uh, we don't have any mounts. Uh, we got these back at uh, Gracklestug. Not Gracklestug, but uh, its names all the same. 
Linden Stone. You guys can find mounts out here in the wilderness if you're careful enough. Don't you know there's carrion crawlers all over the place? Or he looked at some of the smaller ones. He looks at Ed and says, You're resourceful, I bet. You one of these smaller ones can like light a giant fire beetle, I bet. Where you headed if you looking for mounts? Uh Gralkosturk has a couple. Blindenstern, Gone's Girl. The Skruatol place sells boats, but you know, I don't think you want to deal with those fish, mongrels. And then. Fish? I look at its reaction. <laughs> it is excited now. <laughs> I feel like you focus on the wrong thing. <laughs> I will take a note of all the city names that he mentioned, or town names that he mentioned, and I'll make sure to also ask him where or how to reach them. Uh, well. Here's the thing, it's kind of a tricky thing to explain at the moment. You guys don't see what's going on around down here, y'all. And then he kind of takes a real good look at some of y'all like, Where you all travel from? Where do y'all hail from? Y'all look like surface folk. Bit, uh, new to these parts, ain't you? I, I look at the rest of the group, if someone else is offering any explanation. It is not speaking. <laughs> Elder and people kind of both silent since they are from the underdog and kind of look at you guys. Oh, so we're, so we're like, are we all there? Um, no, at the, it's still currently in this small little section. No one, they haven't moved from here yet. They don't even know that there's a larger group. They just see you guys. It says we were in prison. They're actually kind of looking at it when they all talk. <laughs> it just says we were in prison. <laughs> oh, 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 cats out of the bag. Cats out of the bag. It's a silence where they kind of look at each of you all waiting for someone else to respond. And if no, if no one else has responded, they kind of just like, oh. Against our will. Against our will. <laughs> Against our will. Right. <laughs> I was voluntarily in prison. <laughs> so you know. Wouldn't call it a fun activity to choose for uh, off the list down here, you know? But, uh, well, to each their own, you all look like a ragtag band uh, all you break out all of us all of us breakout is a very strong term yes uh, we... <laughs> and then Merck kind of stands up and he just kind of slams the back of your of your back when you said it and he's just like no worries liberated is always a better word wait who's back <laughs> Maya's right this is pretty important who's, who's back? back who's back, back did he slap uh no uh Zavar's back Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his hands are greasy now, but... Or if he's patted my... Yeah, no, he notices. It's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, y'all ran into the octopus. Y'all must really not know how to... Yeah, I, I almost died twice, but it's okay. I'm I'm up and running now. Uh, well, uh, how about this as an actual reward? We got a bit of a ways to go for a bit, like another day's worth of travel before we uh, can keep going on our own. We uh, will take you out of this place and keep you tra uh, keep you going up ahead. Be sort of a, a guide and you know we have items here. We sell things if you want to go ahead and look at our, our merchant, our products. We are fungi sellers. We sell fungi and rations. Um, yeah, um, I'd be interested in some of the scrolls that you mentioned earlier. Oh, oh that, that's like I mentioned, those scrolls are kind of what we use in travel situations and he kind of just glares at billy we won't we won't likely have to use another one in such a situation uh, but okay. you know they're just kind of an emergency cure the madness and whatnot you can't stay in this mist too long about eight hours and then you go a bit crazy yeah, but, okay oh well 
uh, thank you for that. Um, yeah, we'll definitely appreciate your your help. Uh, right, right. So let's let's go ahead and get out of this section. Right? If you keep going about uh, if you keep going east, you you you, you can go out this tunnel. Okay. Yeah. And you might meet uh, the rest of us on the way back. So yeah, I think uh, it'll, we'll we'll have. Oh, it's a, a large group of yes. Yeah, it's a it's a large group, and there's safety in numbers. He already eyes the number of people in front of you, and he kind of like goes towards it real quick and says, "Between me, and you, and me, little one, uh, leader, I don't think I have enough rewards for a large group. So why don't we just keep it between you all? Yeah, uh, settle it there." It says, "We don't need rewards." <laughs> Ah, oh, thank you, generosity. Yes, let us uh, meet your compatriots. Start making your way out. Billy and Mert start guiding the lizards out of the uh, tunnel behind you all. Oh, room. This definitely felt like a quick encounter that Elijah set up that we just really stretched out, you know, overthought it all and just a little too into the role-playing and trying to save these lizards. Oh, yeah. But hey, sometimes you get lost in being the character, man. Do I really want to rob these goblins? Do I want to save them? It's a hard life being a hero. You know, I don't know if we can exactly call ourselves heroes. More like just people trying to survive, you know? I'm a player <laughs> character, and everybody else is what? A non-player character. That just means that I'm the main character. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, let's let's see how that works out for you in the long run. <laughs> like I, I imagine like Elijah was like setting this up and we was like, alright, well we fought some octopuses and now we're just gonna probably like swing through this and be like, Oh, they're gonna save the the mounts, but maybe only take like five, ten minutes, but nope. Instead we took forty five minutes to save some goblins and rescue some lizards. <laughs> hey, look, we got some solid role playing out of it, so I'm not complaining. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I was really invested in those lizards. And if you're invested in this campaign, consider supporting us on Patreon. Haha, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> nice segue. I see what, what you did there. Yeah, the natural segue. <laughs> For, like, we'll even keep this real short. For, like, the price of a bag of Halloween candy, you can keep our podcast going, you know? And if you don't want to support us, hey, that's fine, too. Just keep listening, you know? That helps a lot, too. Yeah, just consider following us on social media, though. You can use the links in the description to find our official accounts and also, as always, consider giving us a good rating on the platform you use to listen to this podcast. We really appreciate it. Some of the sound effects for this episode were made by me, going like... <laughs> it, was, it was really fun making lizard sound effects this episode, but... The sources for the music and additional sound effects can be found in the description below and were used under Creative Commons licensing. This podcast is unofficial fan content of the D&D 5e module, Out of the Abyss. We are not sponsored or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast. Any role-playing we do as characters, descriptions of location, and other content in the module is fan content of the podcast and of the source material. So please support the official content. I repeat, please support the official content. Yep, links to the module are in the description. And special thanks to David George playing Ugex the Fighter, Jack Phillips playing Krav the Warforge, Arun Banawaj as Subara the Half Elf, and also my co-host for this episode. You know, appreciate you. That's right. <laughs> Maya Ross playing Itagrong, and I play Enoki the Mykonid. So thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Oh, snap, Arun, I didn't have or come up with an outgoing message for this episode. 
Do you have something? I'm thinking. Um, Some top 10 ones we come up with was Don't Eat Dirt. <laughs> that's right. I was there for that. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, sacrifice Things. Oh, that is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> just be good to people. You know, don't be an asshole. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, be nice to people for the holidays. Uh, you got something? Uh, be nice to old people. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, don't be a dick to old people. Don't be a dick to old people. Yeah, respect your elders. That'll be the thing. Respect your elders, you know? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We found it. We found the outgoing message. We finally got there. And be nice to lizards. <laughs> Everyone stay safe out there. Peace. Peace and love.